0: Our opinions aren't too tough, rough, or gruff. We are proof that you don't have to be an expert to have an opinion. So just
1: shut up and sit down.
0: This is Sports Stuff with Jim and Moss. This is Sports Stuff with. Jim
2: and Moth. Ka-chow! Well, hello, hello. I know, that's How the are... betting noise, but it's just been like eating at me every time we start this one. I just want I it know. out.
1: Why not? I Let's know. go I with agree. it. I agree. Coming to you, we're recording on Easter. It's coming out, what, two days after Easter? But,
2: happy Easter, fellas. Happy Easter, Jimothy. Happy Resurrection Day
0: to the world a famous Happy man came out of a, t- eggs. <laughs> a famous man came out of a cave today many many years ago good job jesus a plus way to go
2: so right. this is sports of jim and muff thank god it's not a religious podcast you're like a religion right? podcast about fun. religion not right? i shouldn't say not religious i'm going down a rabbit hole well, i'm gonna climb yeah
1: let's keep going this is a sports podcast ladies and gentlemen
0: Welcome to the show. Uh, This is Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. And this past week, Jim went to the Ohio State Spring Game. I did.
1: I did Had a hell of a good time. Met some famous people. Met Cam Hayward for you Yenzers. Met Archie Griffin, which totally floored me. Um, Saw CJ Stroud, probably 10 yards from him. Saw Ryan Day. was two foot from um, a lot of famous players, a lot of famous players. It was a good time. Got to be on the field. Got to be at a suite. Definitely an experience that I will probably never forget for the rest of my life. Did you get free snacks? Free food out the wazoo. That's awesome. It was crazy.
0: Did you get free booze? Did you booze it up? back? I did
1: not booze it up. I had boozed it up the night before. Yeah. Mm at uh, Smokey Bones. Shout out Smoky Bones. Um, had a great date night with my wife and then woke up hungover to go to this game, but it was a good time. Good time. The Memorial, I tell you what, the Memorial to Dwayne Haskins was something to behold. I never thought I would see something like that at a sports event. Really well done. Really tasteful. It was an all around kind of, Somber yet cool
2: day. I like it. Yeah. All right. Uh, the NFL
0: draft is quickly approaching. We're going to do a little bit of that this week. We m- will be doing something special, just to we what will. degree. TBD.
1: Yeah. Keep track of our social media. We're going to do a contest. We might do some other things, but keep track of our social media.
0: When in doubt, um, do a contest. Always. When in doubt, go to ask Sports Gym Muff on Instagram and Twitter. That's also true. Always. The USFL started their season
2: this past Saturday, and they're trying their best. Listen, I don't know a, if we care or not. I didn't watch it to answer that part of the question, but there was a no. barn burner from what I hear between, what was it, the Birmingham uh, – I wrote the name of the. I just knew it was Birmingham versus New Jersey. And New Jersey is the Generals, and Birmingham is the Stallions. I couldn't remember. Birmingham no. Stallions won 28-24 to 24 over the New Jersey Generals. Do you guys know Pittsburgh has a
0: team? The Maulers. So all of the regular season games are being played in Birmingham. They're all being played in, I think, in and around Birmingham.
1: Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. Alabama. Alabama. But
0: Alaska they're from Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I said everybody's playing down there. Huh. It's, just, it's just the way it's happening. Like it's you probably, can't
2: travel to Pittsburgh to go see a game.
0: Right. And I forget the playoffs are – in another location but i forget where um i did watch the first half it was interesting you saw you heard you saw some names that maybe if you were remembering more from the college days than you remember from the professional days um so that was interesting um what did the you think pi- of
1: technological advances with the the ball spotting
0: i didn't even notice it so didn't I mean, notice it, it at all work. it was interesting well i don't know if They're trying to get away, I think, from like the delays in the game, so challenges and stuff like that. So I don't know if there was going to be much uh, to do if they didn't think something was right. You know, they're Mm -hmm. trying to put a good product on the field. I don't think they want to be like, oh, this is terrible. The refs are awful in this game. I think they're trying to be super positive. Um, It was cool. They were doing some like in-game interviews with coaches, like pretty much as plays are happening. You're hearing play calls, kind of like some of what the XFL used to do. Yeah. Um, So that was pretty interesting. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. They had four games. So one game Saturday night and they had three games on Easter Sunday. So we'll see. We'll see how this progresses. Um, Also on Sunday, the Pirates went over 500. Yes, they did. They're five and four. The date is April 17th. Let's go, Bucks. 2022 and the Pirates are over 500. Uh, We are going to have periodic look-ins, the Pirates, to see how long they can stay around or above 500. They threw out Josh Bell at home plate today. They did. Nice relay. I saw that play real time. We'll see. We will see. Uh, the interns are ramping up for the NFL draft. They are. We're hoping there'll be assets to the cause this go around and they will not uh, hurt the cause.
2: right do know.
1: I mean, I think they'll have their own experience. Each of them very focused on their own uh, takes of the draft
0: um get into the draft contest later in this episode um quick thoughts brings you more of the opinions that you're begging to hear or maybe that you don't want to hear or maybe that alex doesn't want to hear but you'll hear more about every a lot of things going on in the sports world today um and in the past week so it's that time let's get into the show and start it off with jim
1: the off season
0: This is the NFL offseason, 141 days to NFL football.
1: Whew, needs to hurry up and get here. Needs to hurry up and get here.
0: Still a long ways away. Um, So we'll go over some of the moves of the past week, and then we will get into some NFL draft talk, including bringing you the draft contest that will be happening uh, this past Monday. Running back Marlon Mack signed to the Texans. Most recently, Marlon Mack, I believe, was, was with the Colts. Um, so the Texans add another piece to the puzzle down there. Maybe we'll find out, all for naught or whatever. Uh, Tuesday, <clears throat> DB Ronnie Harrison signed to the Browns. Jim, any thoughts? Browns adding another piece to the puzzle?
1: No. Um, the biggest issue is what are they going to do with Mayfield? That's, that's what matters.
0: Okay. We will get into that later uh, in quick thoughts. Um, <clears throat> also on Tuesday, Jim's number one team, the Chargers signed wide receiver Jalen Guyton, tight end Donald per- Perham, and linebacker Troy Reader. Chargers fan, what do you feel? I feel
1: like this is probably the most moves they've ever made in an offseason. So I feel like this is going to be their time. I think they might make a run. I feel confident, which could be a trap for me. So <laughs> the last?
0: Game. Yeah, it's a trap season. It's not even a trap game at this point. Yeah,
1: I just feel like I, I could be totally wrong.
0: Uh, the Steelers signed center J.C. Hassenauer. Alex, how are you feeling? Uh, we
2: need a good center. Pouncy, No more. Yeah, I'm good. I haven't looked into like him personally too much, to be honest. Okay. There's a lot going on in the NFL. It's There's getting a little a overwhelming at times.
0: It's only going to get more overwhelming in the next two to three weeks. In a good way. In a good way. Good way. Uh, also, on, on Tuesday, the Seahawks exercised a fifth-year rookie contract option for end Noah Fant, who was part of the Russ Wilson trade. Going into Wednesday, the big day this week, or at least the biggest deal of the week, the Raiders are extending Derek Carr to a three-year deal worth $121 million, making him the fifth-highest-paid QB annually. Did the Raiders get this right to spend their money on Derek Carr? Jim.
1: I'm gonna say yes. I think that this was the right move. I think he is the franchise quarterback for them. I think that they need to prepare for at the end of this three years, which they notoriously have not done. Um I think we need to move on from him, start looking to the future. But I think this was good for the time being.
0: Alex, do you oh, think
2: I'm- that Derek Hart is the fifth best quarterback in the league? No, no, I don't, but I, <laughs> I, I get Jim's point of, I think at this point, I mean, you do have to invest somewhat. Is it a bit of a stretch? Yeah, but they've gave him, they have some weapons around him. So I think, I think saying if I, I think right now, if I'm like, this is stupid, I'll eat my words by the end of the season. I think the Raiders do something good this year. It's a little yeah. rags, Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it is.
0: Um, I will be interested to see. Ultimately, I mean, the Raiders have not, they've been successful over the past two or three years, right? It's really about, can they get over the top? And obviously, Devontae Adams joining them should help them.
2: Yeah, I think you have a this run is... game, you're getting a pass game. Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback by any any means. Um I kind of like it. I think it's a little high, but I like the, the thought of it. Yeah. So I know Deshaun Watson,
1: we know Carr, we know the guy in the city, the name's escaping me right now
0: Patrick Mahomes.
1: Patrick Mahomes. So that's three. Who's four and five? Like, who are the two
0: I'm missing here? Uh, Aaron Rodgers,
1: I wonder, and
0: Josh Allen. So, so if you Josh any-
1: Allen and Aaron Rodgers makes sense. I, De- Deshaun Watson, I can't say that he was worth the money the Brown spent.
0: If you're gonna find out in the next two or three. Right. Years. Like
1: you can't say definitively. Mm-hmm. But like who else would you put up there that should be paid in that range?
0: Well, let's just go let's go through the top 10 here, let's see what we can find. Uh, Number one is Aaron Rodgers at fifty point three million annually. Two is Deshaun Watson forty six, Mahomes forty five. Remember Mahomes is signed for like a ten year half billion Mm -hmm. dollar deal. Josh Allen's at forty three million. Derek Carr is forty three and a half. And then you have Matt Stafford and Dak Prescott, followed by
2: Russ Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff. So So, I think you have to look at what comparably. If there's you're saying what Derek Carr is just a like tiny bit behind Josh Allen.
1: Are we saying yes. he's a tiny bit behind? Or are we saying like there's Josh Allen and then everybody else?
0: Well, he, the, the, the Super Bowl winning quarterback from last year isn't even a top five paid quarterback.
1: I don't think he's that good.
2: He's better than Derek Carr. Yeah, he's definitely better he than Derek Carr. He just has better
1: weapons around him.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I think Matt Stafford's genuinely better than Derek Carr. I don't think – I mean, yes, he you has better weapons. You would have said that,
1: that when he was back. in Detroit.
2: Well, wait, wait. Uh,
0: I may have still put them in the same boat. At the, at Matthew Stafford in Detroit was probably higher paid than Derek Carr.
1: I'm saying as quarterbacks, if Derek Carr is, stays where he's at and at the Raiders with the weapons he has now, then Matt Stafford is in Detroit.
0: well, yeah, Who's this, worth more money? This is all, this is all theoretical.
1: Who's worth more money at that
0: point? Matt Stafford with Calvin Johnson is worth more money to me.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Can't Can't uh, can't say that, you know, the Ford family was putting a whole bunch of money into the other things going on there.
1: I just think that, like, maybe Dak Carr's worth the money that he's getting. We'll find out.
0: TBT. I think Dak
1: Prescott probably should be in that talk.
0: Why? What has he proven? Yeah, no, I'm not.
1: That, that's fair. All right,
0: am well, on the back press crutching yeah. with you. That's Come true. on, calm, calm down. Take your mojo right. moments and go home, Jim.
1: I do like those mojo moments. I, I'm bought into the hype. You're
0: right. All right. Uh, moving along to Thursday, the Cardinals finally make a move, re-signing A.J. Green. Not the move that Cardinals fans were probably hoping for. No. The Browns sign quarterback Josh Dobbs. What are they
1: doing? Is it like Pokemon cards for them? <laughs> Like them all. Got to, got to catch
0: them all. Come on. They have four quarterbacks on the depth chart right now.
1: I, I Somebody's don't understand got to the game plan here.
0: Well, Dobbs is actually a very good signing for them strategically because Dobbs has spent a lot of time in the Steelers organization.
2: Yeah, but I feel like they're just trying to piss off Baker, to be honest. Like they just get another one and then look at him and like <laughs> maybe. That's how maybe. I'm taking this whole situation, to be completely honest. They're trying to make him so disgruntled that he's like, fine, I'll
0: go to Detroit.
2: But it doesn't <laughs> take much. I'd rather be in Detroit than put up with your crap any longer. <laughs> Let's talk. I don't think we should get carried away, to be honest. But.
0: Uh, uh, we will see. Uh, the Packers finally bring a wide receiver into the fold. They signed former Ravens wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Woo! Uh, I don't feel like they did much to hear.
1: I still, that's another organization I'm confused by. Like, Aaron Rodgers, you stayed, congrats, and now we're going to rob you blind of all your weapons. And then we're going to give you garbage.
0: Yes. Uh, and the Seahawks sign quarterback Geno Smith. Shout out West Virginia, Alex, for you. Hail to West Virginia, hail. How does this help the Seahawks? I think you have it the Bowl. <laughs> He's not even the starter. Drew Lock. Is the starter uh projected Geno Smith and they have Jacob Easton. Uh Jacob Eason, I believe, played at Washington. Sounds right to me.
1: I've seen some draft, some mock drafts that like Seattle might pick up somebody at quarterback.
0: It would make sense.
1: <laughs> so, like there's another organization where they got their Pokemon cards and they're gonna pick up a quarterback. So it's confusing. <laughs>
0: Then on Friday, the Colts signed former Panthers and Patriots quarterback, cornerback, Stefan Gilmore. Okay. I, th- I think this is personally, I think that Chris Ballard in Indianapolis is collecting the right pieces for them to be competitive. I'm not going to say they're a Super Bowl competitive team, but I think they are at least year over year going to be competitive with Chris Ballard at the helm. And I think it's just one of those small upgrades um, that's going to help that team. Uh, make a playoff push so see where it goes I like I like the way the Colts organization is going is what I'm saying
1: yeah I think it's, it's a sound organization I also think that you're you're um Pat McAfee Jr you're a Kinsler who happens to like the Colts too like and you love Aaron Rodgers
0: so what but, am I? I don't know where I don't know where this puts me in the. I'm the just scope waiting of for
1: uh, Jackson Argos to get you into a wrestling ring. That's what I'm waiting on.
0: I don't know what that does. I mean, you might as well just hit all <laughs> of uh, the, the pack, uh, don't pack pack back back a few things. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I feel like the Colts are one of those teams. Where you're Like I don't really have a reason not to like them. I mean, uh, I agree. The tackle happened, and I the inserts came out on top. So
0: be a muff-nastic and muff-tastic
2: Wrestlemania. See? Look at him. Look at I'm him. I'm speechless. So, uh, I know pain. this
1: is the NFL talk, but I'm sitting here also watching the NASCAR Bristol Series win the dirt, and it's red flagged because of rain, and literally during the caution for the rain to get the cars in, one of the cars was going so slow that he slid down the track because the track was wet, and it was like Soap sliding down the tub. It was like, shoo,
0: dropped the soap,
1: and he just wrecked into three other cars sliding because he couldn't keep the car on the track.
0: Did so, they banked that high? Y- yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's in Bristol, so it's a mud bowl.
0: Okay. Now. Gotcha.
1: So I feel like this is just an ill-fated race on Easter. Not a lot of fans were there. It wasn't advertised well. And now it's just falling to shit because of rain. So the okay. live look in from Bristol.
2: I get that not advertised well, but Devil's Advocate, is Easter a good time to have it? I mean, people sitting around.
1: You'd think we'd watch it. I'm watching it. So, yeah, you'd think. But the money's got to come from the tickets, right?
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Unless yeah. they advertised well and got a good uh, like TV deal. Yeah, Do, they have a stre- Do they have a streaming app?
1: I'm, I doubt it. I'm watching on YouTube
2: TV. Just be like, hey, y'all, I know you're all sitting around in your pastel colors eating eggs. You should watch this dirt track race. <laughs>
1: and, and our pretty pastel cars.
2: Yeah, they that's what they, they should have done. Yeah, they they cars. Off.
1: There are some.
2: An Easter egg hunt on each of the cars. So They could have drawn an egg. So you watch it with your kids, and they try to find the egg on each car while they drive around, and you get to watch.
1: NASCAR, if you're listening, we are marketing gurus for you.
2: Yeah, let us know. Give us a call.
1: All right, Muff, let's get back to
2: the NFL. Sorry. Um, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> NASCAR.
0: Are they turning left, Jim?
1: Well, unless it's raining, then they're just trying to keep it, they're they're turning every way they can to get on the track. Uh,
0: so what kind of cars are they using? Now you got me interested.
1: Regular car, regular NASCAR.
0: Is it the stock car? that?
1: It's the stock car of stock cars that's it, supposed to stay has stock.
0: That pro- has all the problems? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. Let's find new problems on the dirt track. That's um, what they've done. Yeah. All right, moving in, uh, this is the precursor to uh, the NFL draft. So the NFL draft first round taking place on April 28th, Thursday. Um, Jim, before we talk a little bit about the draft. I'm so
1: excited for this.
0: Tell the folks the contest that we're going to have going on.
1: So we're going to put a tweet and an Instagram post out there advertising this contest. But the contest is, if you direct message us, like a social media post, and retweet and
0: advertise the post. You must also be following us.
1: And be following us. You have to direct message us who you think will go in the first four picks of the NFL draft. The person who gets the most right or the most accurate wins a prize.
0: And you do not have to... Pick the correct team, correct? You just have to pick who pick one, two, three, and four The
1: people. Because I don't want to get the the trading thing. I don't want you to have to figure all that out. Who do you think the top four picks will be in the NFL draft?
0: That is at Sports Muff on Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter, you must like, retweet, and be following us. DM us your one through four. And on Instagram, you must also like and share. And then DM us your one through four. So that's how you can get on the action. What do they win, Jim?
1: Um, we're going to do a cash prize or a gift certificate. I haven't decided which one. Um, and definitely one of our stickers. So, but there's going to be a cash slash gift certificate prize. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Bingo, bango, bongo. Alex, nice. who, are you, who are you going to promote this to? Who, who, give, give us one name of somebody that you're going to call out right now. Oh, Who's, who should be doing this? And it can't be Nate. <laughs> yeah, Nate
2: but doesn't you, count. That would be cheating. Yeah, not Nate. I think that... Oh, man. I think I might just try to try to promote it at, at work. You know, any of my work peeps. That's good. I'm calling out Wilk. Uh, does Wilk count?
1: Yeah, yeah I, I was trying to so. think like... So we're saying non-regular guests? Yeah. Huh.
2: I should call out like uh, uh, Brandon and Paige who win all of the other contests. Can I call Big Bob? Sure, I'll call Ooh. Big Bob out. I'm
1: calling Big Bob out.
2: That was a good one.
0: Uh, I would call out Garrett, but I can't call it Garrett because he's a guru. Can't call it Hugh because Hugh's also a guru. Yeah. Um, I think you can call it Keith. I'm gonna call I'll out Keith. Keith. Keith's a good one, I'm gonna call Keith out. Okay. Uh, Keith Stone. Make it happen all right so into the draft as a reminder to the world top 10 picks go as follows jacksonville at one detroit at two houston at three the jets at four the giants at five panthers at six the giants from the bears at seven the falcons at eight seahawks at nine from the broncos as a result of that trade and rounding out the top 10 the jets with their second pick coming from the seahawks um additional notes about our teams, the Chargers picking at 17 in the first round, Jim. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm,
0: yeah, Alex, me and you have the Steelers picking at 20. We do. Aaron Rodgers, superfan, me, has the Packers at 22 and 28 in the first round. There's actually another reason aside from just that, that it's interesting to see that uh, yeah, Packers yeah. have wow, those two picks. Really, you're climbing the superfan rank that you put them yeah, in. The thank 100. you. Uh, and the Bengals with the 31st pick in the first round because they lost the Super Bowl. Um, Jim. Yeah. There's a team that is uh, not there. Okay. The Browns.
2: Yeah. Are you not a super fan anymore? I'm a fan. I like it's when you're a Bengals fan when a Browns fan.
0: I love it when he's a Browns fan.
2: I mean, I am
1: a fan. I, I'm not going to knock it, but for the draft, I don't really care.
0: It's fair. All right. So, <clears throat> a couple things to chat about with the draft. We'll get into more of this next week. Are we the- going to give out R4 or are we going to wait till next week? We're probably going to wait till next week to give out okay. R4. All right. That may that may be Mount Massive, Jim.
1: I have done research.
0: You have done research. I
1: have done research.
0: Okay. So, we'll start out. Let's just do a little teaser. Who do we think? If it's a person or a position, the Jaguars are going to take with pick one.
1: Aiden Hutchinson.
2: He's that, gone. Does I, that pain you? No. Okay. I'm on Jim's side. I said Aiden Hutchinson.
1: Yeah, uh, that is a lock.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's unless there's some
0: blockbuster trade that the Jaguars get like six picks this draft. I don't see them straying away from Aiden Hutchinson. If they were to do anything differently, it would be offensive line, but the offensive line stock this year is less than stellar. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Yeah. there's actually a lot of talk about, uh, the Iowa center who won the Remington trophy. His name's eluding me, um, that he is not even going to be, he's not projecting well in the NFL because he has very short arms. For an NFL lineman, wow. uh, and he was the, the best lineman in college last year, Is and he's, he's also
2: Kwanu? No, I do not believe so. Um, Just trying to think of lineman, I don't know nah, short. no nah. it's
0: it's it's a very Iowa name. Um, you know, Midwest Iowa
2: situation.
1: Johnny Corn,
2: teron Armstead. That's a long long time ago. His arms are only thirty-four inches.
1: So that's the number one. Who do we think the first quarterback will be? That's the big controversy. That's the big debate. Yeah, I've seen a a lot lot of hubbub. Mm -hmm.
0: This Malik Willis. I'm going to stay true. I've said Malik Willis is going to be the first quarterback off the board, and I'm going to stick with it.
1: Now is that like you're talking from your heart or from your brain, because if that's the case, Kenny Pickett's going to the Steelers.
0: That is coming from my brain. Remember last year I called the Trey Lance situation.
1: I know. That's why I'm asking, because I believe if that happens, Kenny Pickett goes to the Steelers.
0: Right. So Uh here's something that I think could happen. I think there could be a trade within the top five. And a team moves down of that top five and picks up Malik Willis and or Kenny Pickett because they project that one of those will still be on the board and they can get some draft capital this year. Who I don't
2: know. Okay, Alex. Okay, Tyler Linderbaum. That's a guy with short arms. Is it? Sorry, it's going to bother me until I figure. Who's it the first <laughs> so you...
1: quarterback, back, Alex? To go. <laughs>
2: sorry i was hung up on the short arm guy the first quarterback to go is i think malik willis and kenny pickett in pittsburgh
1: is that from your heart or is that because you're a yinzer
2: i think it's because i'm a yinzer to be completely honest Okay, but i wouldn't mind having malik willis either so i don't really like know that it's all the way from my heart i i think malik willis goes first i think he has more like I think people think that the name Malik Willis sounds like a better NFL quarterback. Maybe the, the most astute observation I've ever heard in my life. That's it. It's back like in When I research. think about it, like that's why it's coming to me. Like, I think they're pretty – I wouldn't mind either of them ending up in Pittsburgh. So that's how I started looking at it because I'm like, yeah, I'm judging with my brain. Mm. But then I'm like, if I'm picking between those two guys, I'm picking Malik Willis.
1: So to be a I'm gonna have my own little homer moment for you guys since you can have your jab at me. Okay. There is debate as to which Ohio State wide receiver will go first. Whether it's Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave. And where will they go? Because there's Atlanta out there Uh hunting for a wide receiver. And there is Phillies in the mix, and Washington's in the mix. And it's which one of them will get picked up first. So I ask you, Muff, who would you take gun to your head?
0: I Chris Olave. Be
1: well, because I, I know how you are. Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson, who are you taking?
0: Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, uh, I'll take Olave.
1: okay? Alex?
2: Run my head, Chris Alave.
1: I will probably take Chris Alave as well. Okay.
2: But yeah. if you look at a lot of mock drafts, a lot of mock drafts have Garrett Wilson first. I know. Like when I was reading earlier, Garrett Wilson going to Atlanta, to the eighth pick. But yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um.
0: Another thing, how many wide receivers are the Packers going to take in this year's draft? At Hopefully, least
1: one.
2: Two.
0: So the reason I brought up the Packers have two picks in the first round is they actually have four picks in the first two rounds, and they have 12 picks total right now. So they have accumulated a pretty good bit of draft capital. Um, the question is going to be where do they use that and how many wide receivers do they draft? I I, could, I think at least two wide receivers come off the board for them in this draft.
1: I don't but think in the first round, though.
2: Do you think if. Do you think. I think either, they got to keep
1: him upright.
2: Do you think that either Chris Alave or Garrett Wilson makes it long enough to get to the Packers?
1: Possibly.
0: The Falcons Possibly. at eight, right? We've talked. Well, the Giants could also be looking for a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, but I don't think. I. Maybe. I don't so, think the Packers could get either one of those guys.
0: So interesting. I saw this. Uh, I forget where this came somewhere on Twitter. I was scrolling through that the New York giants had last year. And I think maybe the year before the highest salaried wide receiver room in the NFL and the lowest producing wide receiver room in the NFL at the same exact time. Well, they had nobody to throw it to him. Daniel Jones. I w- I'm sorry. He was
1: hurt half the season, wasn't he? Yeah.
0: I don't think I, I name me one receiver from the Giants. Oh, they were at half the season, too. But name me one receiver. Like, if you have the highest wide receiver, if you have the highest paid wide receiver, and you would think you have at least one marquee name Sterling right?
2: Shepard. Is right. I understand.
0: There? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. And even he, he isn't even a marquee name. Like, when he got there, he wasn't.
1: Yeah, the Giants, very bad management. Oh,
2: <laughs> I'm so watching Richard. Bristol.
1: I'm watching Bristol and like they have uh, bobcats out there, basically trying to restir the dirt, and it's basically mud.
2: <laughs> like when, when you said bobcats out there trying to restir the dirt, my mind did not go to like the machinery of bobcat. I went to like holy sh! Like bobcats? Like that was what they're using to go out? Like are they pawing at the dirt? <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just been a long easter day i'd say and that's where my mind went i was like that's cool right. also again nascar give us a call marketing idea say so you're bringing you. out the bobcats to stir bobcats i Bob promise cats i'll watch
1: leashes yeah i agree
2: oh yeah no leashes just let them loose yeah just let them go all right okay maybe leashes
1: it's like rome now
2: yeah Okay. Oh, goodness. Uh, and lastly, what
0: players <laughs> and positions will our teams be looking to take in round one? Let's, let's start with the Chargers, Jim. What do they need?
1: Oh, They're going to try to take some some offensive linemen, maybe? I don't know. Um, let me look. It's hard to say, Muff.
0: Alex, while we're talking, what do you think the Steelers are looking for in round one?
2: The quarterback here's the thing though they are looking for a quarterback yeah is Mitch Trubisky that bad that that's 100% surefire it's going to be a quarterback I don't think it's surefire I think we've we've
0: seen this happen before the Steelers did not take Dan Marino we had to bring that up
1: yeah I'm going to say offensive lineman for, for the Chargers
0: okay it's a good. It's always a good investment, offensive line. Yeah, I I see Alex. If if the Steelers do not take a quarterback round one, I see them f- looking for an offensive lineman. Yeah, we could just, use it. You can always use well. They, yeah. Well, based on last year, it's, it's time
2: to maybe. Yeah, it doesn't matter to how safe. good Mitch Trubisky is if he's on his butt the entire time, right? Or how bad he is if he's on his butt the entire time. That's true. Maybe um, they'll use it to hide him. And be like, it was bad yeah. offensive line. That was it. <laughs>
0: We obviously know my my other team, the Packers. Hopefully, wide receiver, um, Jim. How about the Browns or the Bengals? Um, your choice, Jim. Dealer's choice: Browns or Bengals. Who do you want to talk about? Uh,
1: the Bengals will probably try to get uh, either a weapon, another weapon, or they'll try to get an offensive lineman. Good.
0: Nothing for the Browns. They're going to get a quarterback.
1: I don't know. Probably they like they like
0: quarterbacks. They do. All right. And that wraps up the NFL. Jim. The NFL breakdown.
1: This is the interns. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: This is that time of the episode where we uh check in on our interns. Those crazy fellas that go out and about and I don't know, cause havoc, wreak mayhem. things find new recipes
1: yes yes mine does and
0: do other qu- sorts of quirky things uh, throughout their weeks um as a reminder the interns i have kev 20 something jokester does what he's got to do makes me really mad jim your intern randy he is uh
1: a fine young fellow who likes racing and air fried
2: food Alex. And Mac. He is a 40-something nerd who loves all things, weather, and facts, and will work hard for you as long as there's free coffee in the break room. That's it. Um, this week, I don't know. Does
0: anybody have any thoughts on who wants to go?
1: Uh, Randy will go.
0: Randy's ready? How about yeah. Randy? How y'all doing? Hey, Randy. Hi, Randy.
1: Good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. Now, I promised y'all I was going to put, the uh... The uh, spicy chicken recipe on the uh, social media, I couldn't figure it out. Okay. So I'm just going to tell it to you right here, okay? I'm ready. This is my hot chicken tender recipe. So what you do is you get you some some tenders, and you season them with the salt and the pepper. You mix it in a bowl, okay? You can put some panko breadcrumbs, some paprika, some of the Italian seasoning. Some salt, some garlic powder, some onion powder, some black pepper, and you coat them tenders up real good. Put a little milk in there, drain off the excess milk. Then you coat that chicken with the breadcrumbs. Okay, you make sure it's all coated up real nice. Then you throw it in the oven, 375 degrees, the air fryer. You let it cook for 14 16 minutes. That's the beauty of an air fryer, it's quick. Okay. And you flip it about halfway through cook it a little little bit more boom done then in a different this is where the this is where the beauty is in a different pan you bring up your your hot stuff two tablespoons of brown sugar one and a half of cayenne pepper one tablespoon of paprika one tablespoon of derived mustard one teaspoon of garlic pepper, one tea, teaspoon of salt. You put them all together on medium heat. You let that thing simmer, and then you rub down that chicken so nice, so smooth.
2: Give it the and old Randy try. rub down. Mmm, The
1: Randy rub down. That's <laughs> right. And then you, boom, you got the hot chicken. You put that on some nice sub, sub bun. You know what I mean? You know, a nice sub bun I'm talking about, Alex?
2: Yeah. You butter oh, yeah.
1: the bun. You get the little oh, yeah. butter on the buns. You toast them buns. Put the chicken on there.
0: What are your old bread? Mm,
1: so good. So good. I tell you what, Now, then it's so hot, you get the little sniffles. You know what I mean? Clear out the sinuses. It's good stuff. Okay. Do you get little potato chips with you? What's your favorite potato chip, Alex?
2: Usually, if I eat chips, it's Doritos.
1: You get the Doritos. Get the hot, spicy Doritos. Oh, Double the spice.
2: That's a good idea. I'm going put them on there. you be sure. fire. Up. Brunch.
1: But it's a good fire. It cleans you out.
2: That's my <laughs> recipe. You mean my sinuses? My I, I mean it all. <laughs> I was going to say. This
0: sounds like a mi- mix of wasabi and uh, um,
2: pepto-bismol or something. I was say, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll market it for like uh, colonoscopies.
0: There
1: if you, you need to do that, do that. It's going to burn a little bit, but it's worth it.
0: It's, 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 blow. it's colon blow. Yeah. Um, now Randy, listen, yeah, Randy, I have a question. Mm-hmm. You you are a fan of of the NASCAR. There I is, am. There is a dirt track race going on. What do you what are your thoughts? What do you think about uh, this whole thing?
1: I like to slip and and sliding. I love when when the rear end kicks out. But it's raining right now, and this isn't really dirt. This is they sprinkled some dirt on some on some on some pavement, and they think it's going to work. But you know the real racing muff starts next week, Talladega baby. Lots of lots of wrecking, lots of rubbing, lots of racing, baby. Give me Talladega. I'm pumped. Let's go.
0: All right. Thanks, Randy. What uh anything anything for next week? You're looking at any? New I'm gonna
1: sports? give you no. I'm gonna give you the, the results of Talladega. I might be a little drunk. I'm not gonna lie to you because I'm probably gonna drink one for every wreck. So I you know. might you might get a drunk, Randy.
2: Drunk I, I super safe you may little, be
1: sober. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna do a little research on uh, the draft while I'm at it. I, I might get you my, my favorite names for the draft. But I'm also gonna watch Talladega. All
0: right, Spared. Fun times, Randy. Fun times. Uh let's let's get to Mac, see what Mac's got going on in
2: life right now. Yeah, uh so. Last week, Mac was going to give us a little bit of an update on the camel racing he talked about last week. Uh, I, I, hey, this is uh, Mac here. I, uh, I heard it's my turn on this thing. I, uh, I looked into the camel racing y'all were talking about, and uh, I found out that these camels can run like 40 miles per hour. I mean, that's faster than I'm allowed to drive in my residential neighborhood. 40 miles an hour. And they're primarily made for betting and tourism. So maybe next year you guys could have a special camel racing segment on sports stuff, betting stuff. Uh, right. I did find out a little bit of nefarious stuff where I, uh, in Qatar, Qatar, Qatar that's what we're calling it now, Qatar. That was their outwards. Uh, I found out that they had uh, child jockeys and they were making the kids drive the camels and they got in a little bit of trouble. So, uh, in 2005, they made a rule. You gotta be over the age of 15 to drive the camels for the betting purposes and pretty much all other purposes. Just, they didn't want the little kids driving the camels anymore. They were doing it because they're real light and agile and stuff, but not good. And, uh, and then in 2007, apparently they switched to some, uh, robot camel jockeys. So, got kind of weird after i went down that rabbit hole so i came right back out robot jockeys yep found any footage of find any footage of this mac didn't go down that rabbit hole there muff. seemed like i was about to bite off a little more than i could chew you know but i'll uh maybe i'll find a picture for you and and share it on the on the twitters on the twitters you get it to bernard bernard still bernard
0: still like live the live gym, Bernard doing good things. What's, what's He's fine.
1: We okay. keep him quiet in the basement. He's okay.
0: good. Still firing up the Twitter machine here
1: and there. Hey, y'all, I've been looking at these hair names. Did you know that there's Ahmed Sauce Gardner? He's going to be at the draft, played for Cincinnati. His, his nickname is saucy,
2: Sauce. Sauce. I'm going to
1: try to talk to him. wonder what kind of sauce he's talking about. You know what I mean?
2: Hot sauce. <laughs> Let's hope. Uh, what's uh, what's Matt got on tap for next week, Alex? I, uh, I think next week I'm going to try to get back in my lane. I got a little out of my lane there with the camel racing, and things felt a little weird. So I think I'm going to look at the draft as well, because that seems like the next big uh, sports thing coming up. And I'm going to take a look at some of these guys and kind of where they go to college, and if they get drafted where we think they might get drafted, is the weather going to be the same? You think they'll be playing in a dome? I don't know. Something to look forward to.
1: All right, I can get behind that.
2: That's nice. Yeah. All right. And lastly,
0: Kev. Kev is last this week because I hate him. Uh, definitely. He's definitely not number one on the list anywhere right now. Um, his task this week was to be better. Uh, last week he he ruined, or he was part of a couple weeks ago, ruining uh, North Carolina's championship's hopes. Um, doing some things. before. Like yeah, Some not situation. Good. He tried to redeem himself at the end with the whole Mark Emmert Kansas City Jayhawks thing, uh, but yeah, that was really it. He's he's be a better human being uh, and just get as far as away from me as possible. So let's see what Kev's got going on. Kev, you there? Yo, Muff, I'm back. So I know you want me to get away. You want me to get away from you. So I took your advice and I got out of the zip code. You know, try to get away. Do what I got to do. But I did stay within the state. I stayed in Pennsylvania. I ventured to State College, Pennsylvania, because I thought I'd mean something to you if I did something about Penn State and the Nittany Lions. So what I've tried to do this week, and what I've been trying to do is to join the Nittany Lions football team. Yeah, we are Penn State, do all that stuff. Why? Well, this past week, Sean Clifford said he's coming back, and I thought maybe I could join and be a tight end. They had a lot of good tight ends recently. I can make it to the NFL, make the dollars. Get it back to the sports stuff with jim and muff peeps and you all could do big big things so why well, i wanted to go back since sean clifford he's starting an nil agency and i wanted to get while the getting's good maybe we can get some money while i'm there right now get some good dollars and get to exposure for sports stuff with jim and muff so what i've been doing is i've been hitting the weights getting my cardio getting my numbers up so i can give you dudes all the content you'd ever want inside state college working with sean clifford getting that nil dove dough, dough dough stacks on top of dough stacks for you guys it's going to be the greatest it's going to be the bomb.com i know that's old stuff but you know sometimes you gotta you gotta go that's maybe that's my thing bomb.com maybe i'll get sponsored by somebody maybe not the right time to say the things but you know i'm gonna do it i also while i was there got some of that penn state creamery ice cream don't tell my dietitian; they're trying to get but the lbs down but it's my one true vice guys get that ice cream from the creamery i mean also i like to tell people to fuck off too but <laughs> what are you gonna do Have, <laughs> so that's what i did this week your language is, is a little concerning sometimes thank you Hey, big, I'm not trying to make Muff more mad, so I'm not gonna tell you guys to fuck off. But you know, you, you know what I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> Got it. Oh, that hand gesture—you just gave gave it away. Got it.
0: Yo, I, I, I no hand gestures. There's no hand gestures. I use my mouth. Use my mouth to tell you guys to fuck off. I don't need any middle <laughs> all fingers. Right, I need all right, all right. Let's just get do back my thing. Kev, what what do, do what are you what are you doing next week? What, what's your plans? Okay, so Muff's still a little. Shaky with me, so he's not really giving me a lot. So I'm trying to do things to try to make him happy. So I next really week, fire you. What? Okay. <laughs> you know what, Jim? You and Randy can go uh, into the uh, <speaking> beer, beer, beer. drink some Bush Light, and watch them cargos around in circles. That's that's what you guys got to do. Get another air fryer recipe because that's super cool. I'm glad we all have air fryers. Um Whatever. So what I'm going to try to do next week is I'm going to try to get into the Steelers' office. I know, Muff. I know. I know, Muff. It's not a good idea because last time I tried to do something with the NFL in the front office, me and Roger Dodge didn't get along so well. But I'm going to try to get into the Steelers' GM room. I'm going to find out who they're going to draft in the first round so that maybe sports stuff with Jim and Muff can break news like Adam Schefter. You know? You guys are the first ones to break the news bango bango you got all sorts of followers and you guys are the next big thing all right kev well I, I can't fault you for trying um point for me for talking about penn state creamery um your your run of not being my favorite continues so <sighs> any other questions for the interns today guys i think we're good ah, i'm good all right, and that's heard all I need to hear. Yep, that's dumb intern tasks. Do, 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 do.
1: This, is this is Quick Thoughts. Thoughts.
2: One day, one day we will get it right. nail it, but the, probably not any day soon. No. Welcome to our Quick Thoughts segment, where you get to hear our opinions, whether you like it or not. I'm Alex. This is your host. Start in the NFL. What do you say? The National Football League. We'll start with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield says in in a podcast last week that he's feeling disrespected by the Browns for the Deshaun Watson acquisition, and he goes on to offer his thoughts that if someone was in your cubicle booing you at your job, you'd probably crumble. Is Baker helping his cause with statements like this or hurting? And where do you think Baker will ultimately end up this year? Jim?
1: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shed some color around that comment. He That's getting taken out of context. He kind of made it like, listen, everybody was booing me. I feel disrespected. I played hurt. I mean, if somebody was at your work booing you in your cubicle the way I was being booed, you'd probably crumble. I understand where he's coming from. On that statement, like, listen, I'm catching hell and I'm bleeding out there for this Cleveland team and they're booing me. Like, what more can I give? So I I don't I don't think that statement should hurt him. It probably will for the Cleveland fans, but he does have some validity to that statement. Like he's busting his ass for Cleveland and Cleveland organization goes against Deshaun Watson.
0: Muff? Uh, no, he doesn't help himself at all um, to the public. Now, do teams really care about this in the end? Yeah, probably not so much. I mean, if a team is coming off a bad PR situation with a quarterback, <clears throat> the Texans, um, it may make a difference to them. Uh, but I think to the league at large, probably not going to be a big deal. Um, where do I think he's going to end up? Uh, a lot of talk right now about the Panthers. Yeah. Um, I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't know. I don't think he's not going to be in Cleveland. And if he is, he's just going to be sitting on the bench, collecting the salary. So they're going to do everything they can to offload him. I'm wondering if there'll be something draft day. Um, But as far as that comment, I I mean, we're seeing more professional athletes come out and speak their mind on stuff like this. Again, I think this is the wrong thing to do um, to a fan base that, for the most part did like you up until this last year but he's not helping his cause all right jim quick rebuttal
2: no i i agree with him okay next in the nfl we have floyd mayweather not the name that you thought i was about to say but he gets involved with antonio brown floyd mayweather says that he will make a deal with nfl teams if a team signs A B and he makes it through the whole season with no issues, the team gives A B 20 million dollars. So never mind, I'm not gonna be my thoughts right now. If A B doesn't make it, they owe the team 20 million dollars. Do you think that a team should take that that bet? Muff? No. <laughs> a, a million times no. And not
0: because of his off the field issues but because he's coming off an ankle injury that he's still, nobody, no team sure yet. If he's going to pass physical, he still has to get surgery and he's not going to do anything until a team signs him to get his surgery as a, as a terms of that deal. Um, $20 million is like top five ish wide receiver salary. And I'm sorry, Antonio Brown is now top wide receiver, five wide receiver right now, especially coming off an injury. So $20 million, is, is it worth it to a team? Uh, maybe a team like the Packers right now um to sign him for a really low deal and take Floyd up on his situation I also don't know how this plays in the salary cap so the answer to my no no Jim
1: yeah I think I'm gonna play foiled him Muff and say yeah I probably think they should take it what's it hurt He, you know he's probably gonna bail so, I mean, you could probably coax him into bailing and making twenty million. It's not hard to get in AB's head. So, I'm pretty sure if I was Jerry Jones, I would probably take that deal because I'm pretty sure I can get the coach to mojo moment AB out of the organization.
2: I'm gonna give my own personal opinion in here. Uh, you are there, is this twenty million dollars on top of his salary? Is this like a bet? <laughs> it's this is pretty much a bet. So I think this is like so. If he if he goes on like he someone signs him and he loses his mind in the middle of a season, does he make negative twenty million dollars that year, or does he still make the salary he had made up to that point and then gives them twenty million dollars?
0: I think that they can sign him for whatever deal they want. This is like a if he makes but, it through the season, then we're
2: just going to pay him twenty million. I just feel like you shouldn't get paid to behave yourself when you're making millions of dollars to play football. That's my final statement, I think, on AB. Moving on to this league, the NBA, National Basketball Association. We are in playoff time, baby. The NBA had a bang-up week with not one, but two fans protesting on the court, causing games to be delayed. First, we had Minnesota, where a fan glued – I'm making air quotes, glued herself to the court just under the basket and then in Memphis, a fan threw an item on the court and then chained herself to the back of the basket. Both of these incidents seem to be tied to the killing of over 5 million chickens in an avian influenza outbreak. What are your thoughts on protests at sporting events? Jim?
1: I am never going to be one to say that should not happen. I'm never going to be one to turn away a protest. But you glued them... I did not hear this. I apologize. So they glued themselves to the court under the basket
2: with, like, Elmer's school glue. Like, it wasn't like they came out with, like, gorilla Brilliant. glue. <laughs> like, white bought Elmer's school glue. Boom.
1: Yeah. Oh, If you're going to protest... I I need you not to look like a crazy person with the Elmer's glue, like go hard and, and gorilla glue yourself down. I, I'm I'm okay with it. I understand what's going on. I'm not against it. Oh, okay.
0: Oh. Interesting. <laughs> uh, I wish I had call back exactly when a conversation had previously where Jim. Was all against people getting on the court at sporting events. Well, I see. A there's a difference here because oh, I think is like, there? Yeah, people just people randomly running out of the court just to get their name in, and somebody running out of the court, and gluing themselves to the court. I think I draw the line at if you're standing up for something Alex, time that you it?
1: believe is wrong.
0: Alex, whose time is
1: it? All right, Muff. I'll wait for my rebuttal. Go ahead.
0: Thank you. Anyway, uh, going out of the court. The court uh, the the second one is the chain was in like the back of the basketball stanchion, um, but somebody did throw something on the court to call attention to themselves before they did it, uh, and they had to, I think it quickly was taken off. Uh, but I think to me, the biggest thing is not we have in two separate cities people protesting the killing of five million chickens um, in two separate cities, which apparently it means that there's a, a group of people across the country that
2: um, were upset about this so the price uh, of wings are through the roof right now are right just out there just slaying these chickens and right. at least are we like boosting up the wing stock or what I don't know apparently when you start immunizing these
0: chickens um, they got flu outbreaks. so let's do what we got to do so I'm um, I <laughs> Protests and sporting events are always going to happen. Just what's the, going to be the next thing that's
2: protested. So we're I, not going to stop it. We both interrupted. So realistically, if you look at Moff's time, it wasn't that long. Do I get a rebuttal? You get a quick rebuttal.
1: I am going to have to defend the line of protest. And my I differentiate between going on the court to hurt a player versus going on the court and harmlessly gluing yourself down with Elmer's or chaining yourself to a basket. If it doesn't hurt anybody, I'm okay with it.
2: All right. We're going to gong that topic. Oh, Alex. <laughs> what? There's Go never the rules.
0: the situation that Jim was upset about before was not one where somebody was going to
2: get hurt. Somebody's ran oh. on the court. <laughs> Sorry, I got to cut it. We're, we could talk about chickens and, and hurting people all day, but we have to move on. Zion Williamson. If that was a more, if that was a more uh, pertinent topic other than chickens and (laughs) injuring other people, I might let it ride for a little bit, but I think, well, I need to, this is when I need to assert my dominance. Zion Williamson was on camera throwing down a wicked 360 degree dunk pregame last week, but the Pelicans still insist he's not healthy enough to play despite his disagreement. How many games do we think Zion will play total next season out of the 82 games? enough Uh, I'm going to say Zion plays no more than
0: 45 games Zion is in the dangerous category right now of being Greg Oden and that's a he's very similar as far as his time played and his not specific injuries but um, next season is going to be the one where we realize if Zion Williamson is going to have a career in this league or if he's just going to be a uh, a who was or what never was. So I say no more than 40, what I say, 45? No more than 45 games. Uh, Jim?
1: I think it's funny that Muff, since we're throwing callbacks out, this was Muff's boy when we started this podcast and now Muff's shitting on him and saying, wow, he's the Greg Oden. I think he'll come back strong. I think he'll play probably a full season. I think he'll be fine.
2: How many games do you consider a full season?
0: Yeah.
1: I think he'll play more than LeBron will play.
0: How many games though? I need games. That's that's the question, Jim.
1: How many games do they play normally as a
2: full season, Bob? That was 82.
1: I would say he plays 70.
2: Okay. 60 was mine, so we're all kind of pretty different. There's no um, way he plays 70 games. <laughs> All right, moving on from Zion Williamson to the Lakers, the Lake Show, Don't Drown, Yo. Lakers have officially fired. Frank Vogel as their head coach. Who's next on LeBron James' list to take over in L.A.? Jim, any thoughts?
1: Uh, I have no idea. I would, think, I would venture to guess it could be a former player turned coach. It would be my first guess. Um, but really, I have no idea. Does he need a coach at this point? Can he just coach himself out there? I don't know.
0: Muff. Here he is from Cleveland, out of St. Mary's High School. He punches in bunches. The next Jackie Moon, LeBron James. Uh now, I don't I have no idea. At this point, I don't even think he wants a former teammate or a friend i think he just wants somebody that he can just dominate and just everybody listens to him so insert random current assistant coach who wants to get a head coaching gig into this um doc rivers has already said that he's not being discussed and i don't think doc rivers and the broad james get along well anyway um yeah i don't insert head coach here
2: yeah Hmm. all right Well, we'll have to wait and see because I'm kind of with Jim. I don't really have any thoughts overall who I think it would be. But we'll stay in the league and we'll go to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets guard, Kyrie Irving, as though he hasn't stirred a pot enough, has said that he was responding to words he heard from the crowd when he flipped off several Boston Celtics fans on two separate occasions during Sunday's 115-114 to loss in Game 1. Here's a quote for you. Look, where I'm from, I'm used to all these antics and people being close nearby. It's nothing new when I come into this building, what it's going to be like, but it's the same energy they have for me. I'm going to have the same energy for them. He scored a team high 39 points in 42 minutes of play. Muff thoughts? What's the question
0: here? Just what do we think about him flipping What's off? What's your take? The What's my take? Yeah. Um, My take is always, I guess if you're matching energy, I'm not like terribly upset, but there's got to be a point when the athletes on the court have to be able to tune this out and realize that they're part of a bigger picture in the NBA and the entertainment that they're providing, not just to the people on the court, because the fans that are watching on TV are probably not hearing what's being said to these athletes. So if all you're seeing is Kyrie Irving toss-up middle fingers, mouthing F off to people, um, it's probably not a good look for the NBA, which is,
1: eh, I mean,
0: it's, it's on network television, so it's supposed to be PG. Kim?
1: I've never disagreed with him more. I would say the last year I've not disagreed with Muff more than this moment. Kyrie's walking into Boston, the storied past of Kyrie in Boston. I don't need to know what the fans are saying to him to know that they're talking trash to Kyrie and Kyrie's giving it back. Give me more. This is entertainment for me. I'm from the Attitude era of wrestling where Stone Cold Steve Austin walked up on the TV and flipped the camera off. Give it to me. I love it. This is entertainment for me. I want all of it. It's a great look. It makes basketball more entertaining than the stars sitting out because they have swelling. Give me more.
2: Let me give a little side rebuttal to Jim and see what your thoughts are. Is there a way he can handle this without flipping them a bird? Why? I don't know. How do I do, too? Well, I guess the same thing as if I'm watching, like, American Idol and someone birds it, they blur it out. Like it's on TV.
1: I'm I'm there to see it. This is sports, baby. This is. I'm not saying I disagree.
2: I like the like heat and heat. I just don't. I just wonder about the bird. No, let's let it If you're watching, if you're watching it with your daughter,
1: I'm okay with it.
2: You're okay with that. I'm okay with it. All All right, let's move on from this league. There's a lot of drama there all the time. We could we could talk about, but we'll move on to the NHL, the hacky hacky talk. In the East, the Panthers, Maple Leafs, Lightning, Bruins, Hurricanes, Rangers, and Penguins have already clinched their playoff berths, leaving only the Capitals to officially have to clinch their playoff berth. In the West, there's still a lot to sort out, with only teams having clinched so far being the Avalanche, the Blues, and the Flames. The Avalanche already clinched the conference title. Over under (laughs) six, as the number of NHL playoff games you'll watch this postseason. Jim. Ooh.
1: Are are my guys in Vegas out, Muff? I have to check. Hold on. Muff's gonna be that guy.
2: Check and see what your cash out is.
0: They're, they're, your, they're your guys. That's all I need to say. Let me
1: check. So my guys are still in it. They're not eliminated. I would say if they're in it, I'll probably watch over six.
2: Okay, Muff.
0: Well, uh, I'll probably end up watching over six. Although I feel unfortunately that the Penguins are going to have an early exit in the playoffs yet again, after making it for I believe what thirteen or sixteen years in a row now in the playoffs. Yeah. So um, Pittsburgh officially hockey tan. Uh, Detroit is no longer hockey town, but Pittsburgh is now hockey tan um so i'll watch the number of games that the penguins play which i'm hoping is over six
2: i'll watch more than just the penguins i like hockey so i'm definitely over six but i hear you all right out of the hockey realm what is
1: my uh what is my payout do i have a payout muff
2: no because nothing's happening yeah
0: you you pick them to win the entire thing so you're not gonna probably get a payout unless they make
2: like the conference finals
1: all right let's hope there's hoping
2: righty, We are moving to baseball, baseball wow. last Jim minus one for audibly sighing. <laughs> I <laughs> said baseball. <laughs> All right. Last Tuesday, Alyssa Nacken became the first female to coach on the field in an MLB game in history. She took over as the first base coach when Antoine Richardson was ejected from the game. Are we surprised? This is true. And does this mean that baseball is farther behind than other major sports when it comes to equality for women? No, Muff. muff. Um,
0: muff. I'm I'm surprised, yes. I mean, I guess I kind of realized that that I'd never seen an on-field coach in baseball um, when you're talking about the first third-base coach. Um, As far as the overall picture, (sighs) baseball does have female managers in the minor leagues as far as like head 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 coaches or ma- managers um i'm not saying there's i think there may be one uh baseball is one of those sports where you don't hear a lot about this this diversity discussion um whether it's just because it's baseball uh but i mean it's just just as prevalent in my mind in hockey and we don't hear about that much either so um and i'm not gonna say they're they probably are farther behind but there's not a lot of uh, attention given to it. So, yes, yes, I'll say they're farther behind. Jim,
1: I. It depends on what we're measuring. Baseball is not having to put a rule in where we're trading, two uh, female coaches for one minority <laughs> pick, like the NFL. So, I, I don't know. Am I surprised? No, I can't say that I'm surprised. I think that, this was happening in the background, like we had talked about baseball put, putting females in positions like this. Um, I think it's cool that it happened. I don't know that baseball is any farther behind than any other sport right now. That's fair. I, I, I don't know.
2: Uh, I think that I'm giving my opinions on a lot of things today as well, but When you look at baseball as a whole, I feel like they actually are pretty diverse as far as the players go. I think it's just the gender roles of diversity, like the women. But if you look at it, there's a lot of nationalities playing baseball.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So That's my take there. Moving on. Staying in baseball, though. Sorry, Jim. Clayton Kershaw is pulled from a perfect game through seven innings by his manager, Dave Roberts, after having thrown 80 pitches There's only been 23 perfect games in the 220,000 plus games in Major League Baseball history. Would you come out of the game like Kershaw did, Jim?
1: Yes. Why? Yes, I would. Um, Because I've thrown X number of pitches. I don't care about the perfect game. (coughs) I want to win. I want to be able to throw for my career and make that money. I'm assuming that my managers looking out for me for the long run and the longevity of my career and the team's overall
0: outcome. Muff. Keep me in the game coach. I've only thrown 80 pitches. Mm-hmm. If I get to a hundred, pull me. I don't care when it is, pull me. Um, <clears throat> but Clinton Kershaw. I mean, he's already accomplished. He's already made all the money. He's already thrown at least one, no hitter. I think as far as like his career, the the perfect game is like, is that that's like the elusive thing to all major leaguers as far as the pitcher. Um, I would want to stay in the game if I was him. But again, it, it's probably I'm assuming he was on a pitch count and it's early in the season. So I get it. But if I was a competitor, I'd want to
2: stay in. Yeah, no, no chance. I'm coming out. If I throw 110 pitches, I'm staying in for that perfect game. I feel like that, like, is an exclamation point on his career. But that's my opinion on it. That's our last topic, though. In quick thoughts, I did give out points this week. Uh we'll start with, we'll go over, we'll go over Muff's points first. It's a little more simple. He got a plus one for the thought of Baker being traded during the draft. I, just didn't I agree. Really
1: that's that was a good point.
2: Yeah, I didn't really think about that as an option, but that was a good point. Um, You also got a plus one because I agreed with you talking about the players having to learn a little bit of self-control as in the NBA. Like, I just got, okay. That's rude. Well, we're not going to blur that out. All right. I may or may not have just gotten the bird from someone. It was either Jim or Muff. I'm not going to out who it was, but one of them gave me the finger there. if, If this is the first in the video content that goes up, Good job, Jim. Good job. So, Jim and or Muff ends the night with two points. Jim, let's move to your category. Let's well, well, you lost a point right off the bat because you literally started the segment with pure Ohio Homer. So, I had to, I was like, that was too soon right off the bat. I don't even remember what you said. I just wrote minus one Ohio Homer. Um, oh, you were all on Baker Mayfield being in Ohio in general. Okay. Oh, good grief. All right. It defend the guy for catching shit. You got shit. a plus one. You got a plus one. So I'm at zero now. Good. For supporting that people morally have a right to stand up for things they believe in. I didn't necessarily okay. agree that on-court protest is the best way, but I like the sentiment of your statement. Thank you. You got a minus one because you interrupted Muff.
1: Back to that negative. Good. good.
2: Yeah. You also got a minus one for audibly sighing when I said the word. Negative two. Called. <laughs> so you got my you your score this was minus two and Jim's was plus two and now You're I have pl- now I'm plus now plus two middle fingers from either Jim or Muff.
0: So as you get more minuses for thirty double birds?
2: I was going to take away more points, but at this point, I just don't. I'm not going to pour any salt in the wound. This is you know what I like in this too. I like this to
0: Jim's shotgun approach and betting after like week two. He's it's like just like screw it. I can't make up for it. it, so I'm just going to toss it all in. Throw it all out there, buddy.
2: I think that wraps up quick thoughts.
1: Come with us on a journey to Mount Massive. Massive, Massive. Hello. So this week we're going to tackle, in the spirit of spring games and college football, we're going to pick our top five college programs since 2000, or what I'm calling the modern era. I'm
0: gonna go last. Okay, I'll first. go first. I have zero problem going first in this one. So I put together some some stats, put together some analytics that we can we can use here. Um, number one for me, I think this may be a consensus number one. We'll find out. Alabama six national championships since two thousand. Have the fifth best winning percentage, which obviously was due to in the two thousands. Uh, they're not as successful situation prior to Nick Saban, uh, coming into the fold at Alabama and number two, Louisiana state university. Go Tigers, uh, three national championships and the fourth best winning percentage, uh, again, basing that on the national championship situation. So BAM and LSU are the top two national championships since the year 2000. In third place. Cause they have to get some type of prize for this, uh, Boise state. While they have no national championships, they do have the best winning percentage, and they are tied for the most wins since 2000 with Oklahoma. Um, Boise State has a Eighty-three point five percent winning percentage, two hundred nineteen wins. Uh, again, first in winning percentage, tied with Oklahoma for the most wins during that time period. And in fifth place, I have Clemson, two national championships, seventh best winning percentage um, of the teams. With, I'm sorry, I, I jumped, didn't I? I jumped, I jumped number four. You did. <laughs> it was. Maybe intentional. Uh, fourth, Ohio State, two national championships, second best winning percentage. Um, four and five, again, are the teams with two national championships and then going off their winning percentages. So, Ohio State at four, Clemson at five. Um, of the teams with two national championships, these are the two that have the best winning percentages. The other teams with two national championships, USC and Florida. There's my
2: top five. Alex, I like it. I'll go next. Number one for me is also the Alabama Crimson Tide. I think that's an obvious first choice. Um, number two for me is the high State Buckeyes. Pains me a little bit, but I'll respect where it's due. Two national titles, 77%. I also went into looking at some uh, uh, some NFL players for these different teams, too, because I think that's important to the quality of people you're putting out. Right now in the NFL, in the NFL there's like 100-something Buckeyes playing. Uh, Some big names, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields, Zeke Elliott, Joey and Nick Bosa, Cam Hayward, Terry McLaurin, Michael Thomas, Chase Young, goes on and on. Number three, Florida Gators for me. Um, They have two national titles, 69% winning percentage. Uh, Some key players coming out of there is Kyle Pitts, Evan McPherson, big kicker, Muff's cousin. cousin. Uh, Van Jefferson, the Mark Robinson, Joe Hayden. That was a homer add on. (laughs) <laughs> um number four for me oklahoma sooners um they're always pretty consistently good i think they don't always end up on top they do have one national title but they're usually all right they have ap coming out of there and demarco murray georgia bulldogs are number five um this may be a recency bias uh but i think they've earned a spot there 74.7 percent win per, win percentage well, their most recent national title, um, some big NFL names out there. We think A.J. Green, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift in there right now, Matt Stafford. Um, and then old school Heinz Ward again, Homer Pick, probably my all-time favorite football player, Champ Bailey and Herschel Walker. So I think they've earned their spot for me in the top five. Also, my honorable mention is going to be App State. They have a better win percentage than you think. So Okay. Jim?
1: Uh, I did mine solely on the eye test just to piss Muff off. Um, I think I I can't disagree with you guys. Alabama number one. Um, Ohio State number two. I think basically on the NFL, you know what, I'm a homer. Ohio State number two. Um, What pained me was I had to put Clemson number three. I did not like it, but in terms of out and out winning and consistency through the 2000s. I, I like Clemson. Um, then I put LSU and then Florida. I think all you you've all hit on the reasons, but this is my order. Anybody want to disagree with anyone here?
2: I don't really disagree with anyone. I don't like LSU as much as you guys do, but I guess I really can't can't uh, go against three national championships.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan with, uh, if looking at one specific, Clemson being ahead of LSU on your list, Jim.
1: I'm a, I have a huge issue with Oklahoma on Alex's.
0: Yeah. Uh, Clemson, I'm just using it, looking at, at Jim, if Clemson um, – Consistency, if they were consistent in the 2000s, 2010s is when Clemson's been consistent. Um, They have a 73.9% winning percentage, 196 wins, whereas LSU has a better winning percentage at 77% and 201 wins in one more national title. So it's just, it's tough. It's tough for me to say that Clemson's better, has a better program than LSU in that case. But on the
1: eye test, I just think they're a better, Program.
2: okay Clemson over Oklahoma they have two national titles uh-huh but look Boom at their, look at look at their wins
1: National titles
2: so that's what you're saying you didn't really go eye test you went national championship well,
1: I took the whole picture as a whole
2: how many national titles has Clemson gone to and how many has Oklahoma gone to um I don't know. Know that answer either. I don't care I, if you went. I think year to year, Oklahoma's had a better shot of being in a national title game more times than Clemson has. Clemson had a couple. That's because sl- their
1: conference sucks.
2: And the ACCs that much well, better. Well, well I if, believe if so. If their conference sucks,
0: then how does that lead to the eye test for you, Jim, where they're consistent winners in a conference that sucks?
1: No, I'm saying Oklahoma's conference sucks.
0: Well, Clemson's the same
2: way. That's what so, I'm saying. What, what, got is, competition. what makes the ACC that much better than Big 12? Yeah. West Virginia's not in it. That's it. So basically, okay. As long as you're being honest with why you're hating on the Big 12, it's because West Virginia, I'll take it.
0: Just remember that last segment.
2: I know. That's what I figured was happening. I just wanted you to <laughs> say it. I wanted to hear it <laughs> from your <his> mouth.
0: <laughs> Put this in your put this in your memory bank, Alex, for the fall. Whenever Jim tell, Jim talks about Clemson winning the ACC, which is a garbage
2: conference, just <laughs> keep this in your memory bank. Oh, he already admitted that he's basically stirring my pot because of us. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll give him that. Yeah. Absolutely. Nobody but that's to- Mount
1: Massive. Next week, we will hit on the top five drafted quarterbacks in the modern era.
0: You define the modern era again. I'm gonna have to Super think about Bowl, that. the Super well, Bowl era.
1: No, that's too hard. I'm thinking in, in the 90s to now. So from
2: 1990 to now. Yeah. So half of the Super Bowl era. So are we do, redefining the modern era, era every week?
0: Well I was I was I was really when you when you talked about the topic this week, I thought we were gonna go with the inception of like the uh fba or the bcs and all of that which was early 90s
2: i thought we were going with best teams not i wasn't thinking like programs i was thinking like okay cam newton in auburn yeah well, and that's, later. And that's, for, that's
1: for later in the in the season okay this is just straight 2000s gotcha we should you know what we'll do best draft pick in the 2000s okay
0: Best draft picks, top five, got it.
1: Yeah, top five in the two thousands.
0: Gotcha. Market Mark ten, okay. dude. There you go. All right, and that leads us to the end of the show. As always, again, remember false at sports muff on Instagram and Twitter, sports stuff w forward slash Jim amberson Muff on Facebook and on YouTube. Who knows, this may be the first one where you actually can see our faces on YouTube, so tune in, subscribe, rate, review, all of the things on all the platforms, 132 days till college football starts. Jim, you excited?
1: I'm just trying to get through it. I want to get there. The spring game was a tease.
2: Was a tease. Alex, any parting thoughts? We've used spring games this weekend. You going? No, I don't think so. Why not? can't get on the field, so it's not as exciting.
1: Okay, fair. (laughs) You've
0: got to be on the field to have excitement. And if you find yourself on the field with a sports stuff with Jim and Muff sticker, or any other apparel that you would like to flaunt, or you want some apparel to take to your next major sporting event, let us know, because the way that this rocket ship continues to go to the moon is by telling a friend making a friend and be a friend.